Hey besties, and welcome to the On The Right Track podcast. If you're new here, I'm Kayla, and I want to first start off by saying that I am so grateful you are here. I love you, and thank you for being here. Now I know, I know, y'all can tell that my voice is a little messed up. She is a little bit under the weather, but that's okay, that's not going to stop me from coming on here and talking to you guys. And I was almost going to skip this week, just because... My voice does sound a little weird, and I don't really want to listen back to this and be like, ew, she's kind of cringy. But I did not want to do that because I don't believe in skipping a week, and if I do that, then I'm going to want to skip the week after and the week after. And then, what, this podcast lasted like four episodes? No. No, 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 no. A new episode every Monday is what I promised, and a new episode every Monday is what you are going to get. In this week's episode, we are going to discuss starting over, basically starting from scratch. If you listened to the first episode, you would know that I basically uprooted my entire life in Florida to move here to Chicago, and when I tell you, it's made a world of a difference in my life, literally life-changing in all of the best ways. Actually, when I texted my brother that I got here and all the things that were happening, he was like, Kayla, you are a fucking peacock. Spread your wings and fly. And I was just like, out of all the birds he could have picked, he chose a peacock. For why? But he was right. All I had to do was spread my wings and fly. I'm in a new city. I know, well, now I know a couple people here, but I knew nobody when I got here. And it just, it was the perfect fresh start. I started with a clean plate and now I am on a really good schedule. And a lot of good things have happened since I've moved here. And it just it just goes to show that moving out of your hometown, your home state, even if it's just temporary, can make a world of a difference in who you are and on your journey. Now let's circle back to, I want to say it was either 8th grade or my freshman year of high school. We got to travel for dance. So nationals every other year was at Disney, which is really nice. And then every other year wherever the heck else it was. Like, I remember my first Nationals was in Las Vegas. There was a Nationals in New York, but we decided to stay more local that year. But this year was Schaumburg, Illinois, which is a suburb right outside of Chicago. It's not that far from Chicago, like the city itself, but depending on what neighborhood and where you really want to go, it could be a drive and a half. The only thing that freaking sucks is the traffic. But I will tell you that when I was in Florida last weekend, I said to my dad that these Florida drivers are worse than the city drivers. And I don't know if it's because now I'm just used to city drivers or if Florida is really just chaotic. The first thing I noticed when we got to the airport, like when we landed in, uh, I think we landed in O'Hare. Honestly, I don't remember because it was... It's quite some time ago, 10 years ago, 10, 11 years ago. Holy crap. I am getting old and I don't like it. Side note, I've been looking at everyone's homecoming pictures this last like couple weeks. How the heck did these people grow up so fast? I remember demonstrating some of these kids when they were literally in the beginners class, like three, four years old. Now they're at their junior homecoming, senior homecoming. Like, stop growing up. Like, you're making the rest of us feel old, and I I don't like it. But we got to the airport, and of course, I have the tiniest bladder. I have the world's tiniest bladder. I had to go to the bathroom, and we were looking for the bathroom. They don't say restrooms. They say toilets. And I said, Mom, I think I'm in love with this place, only because the restroom sign said toilets. 
that is the most eighth grade freshman thing ever. But when we finally got outside and we were waiting for the ride to the hotel, I took one step outside and I looked at my mom and I was like, what the heck? I was like, it's not even humid. And she's like, yeah, we're a lot further north. And she just went on, she did this whole explanation. Honestly, I don't, my brain cells right now are not functioning. But I just remember, I was like, wow, this air is nice and crisp. It's fresh. It doesn't, it's not humid. It's not sticky. Like, it's just so different. And that night I told my mom, first of all, we had Chicago pizza that night and it was disgusting. I literally went to the bathroom and threw it up because it was, it was bad. But now I will eat pizza regularly because the pizza is actually really good and I'm just dramatic. And I was probably just nervous because that's what happens at competitions. You just get nervous from the beginning. But I told my mom that night that I was going to live in a big city and that I didn't care if it was New York or Chicago. We didn't even experience the city yet. We were in a cute little suburb. It had taken 60-something minutes, so a little over an hour to get to the hotel, and it was not that far from the airport, from what I could remember. I mean, I could probably look it up right now and figure that out. I told my mom, I was like, I'm going to add Chicago to my list of places that I want to live one day. And she's like, whatever makes you happy, whatever you want to do, just go for it, do it. Who gives a shit? And I was just like, cool, gonna get out of Florida. So my little scheme to get out of Florida started when I was 13, 14 years old. However the fuck old you are at that age level, grade level, whatever the heck. Again, don't have time to do the math. Normally with nationals, we stay a couple days to explore the area, especially if it's new. Um, Well, not new, but like a newer city to us that we're traveling to. And we did exactly that. We got to go into the city. We went downtown. We went to the Navy Pier. It was so beautiful. I remember we were on the double-decker bus. I see them all the time around the city. And I was like that person in the movies that has their arms on the ledge and they're staring and looking at all the freaking buildings. I do that now. I was in an Uber going downtown for something and I stuck my head out and I was like, oh my gosh, this place is just so beautiful. We went um, a couple years later. I think I was a junior. Yeah, I was a junior because I was having knee surgery. Literally went through an entire nationals. This was the one nationals we did not stay a couple days after. I went the entire nationals flew home and that next morning I was getting surgery and I still like it was still just the same feeling of being up in Illinois I guess I should say and we tried to see the city because we only had like a trio and my solo that went Uh, so we tried to do as much as we could possibly do in the couple days that we were up there but I told my mom I was like Chicago's stepping it up like I haven't stopped thinking about this place I haven't stopped dreaming about this place like I want to be here and little did we know that I would not choose dance as my career path. I had gotten a full ride scholarship to Pace University in New York City. I wasn't even looking at Chicago schools at this point because I was like, holy crap, they just offered me a full ride scholarship to dance in New York City. Like, insane. And I didn't take it. I didn't take any of my college offers because I was like, I don't know what I want to do. I don't know if dance is what I want to do professionally. Turns out I still do it. I guess it's considered professional because I am a teacher. I teach and I guide students. But looking back, when I had received the news that I got the scholarship, I was I was so ecstatic. I thought that Pace University was going to be my breakthrough. It was going to be me growing up, getting out of Florida, 
and just finally spreading my wings and flying. But of course, I didn't. And I stayed back and years passed and I found myself still in Florida. In October of 2020, I had moved an hour south of my hometown. So that was my first step. I was like, I just need to get out of little Spring Hill, Florida, where everybody knows everyone and everyone knows your business and just get out and try something new. So I moved down to Dunedin where I was teaching dance. I was working in Clearwater. A lot of things happened in the year and a half that I was down there. Wow, it was only a year and a half. Damn, that's crazy. But a lot of things happened. I learned so much about myself. I learned to be independent. I learned to let go of my fear of abandonment. Of course, I have like flare-ups here and there of wanting to do things with people, like go to Target with somebody, but I've grown up so much, and I met so many people down in Clearwater. Well, to be honest, I feel like I just had a solid group of friends that I would go out with occasionally, and I met some incredible people down there too, but I still struggled to make friends. I didn't feel, not that I felt out of place, but I didn't feel like it was my forever home. Again, it's like it's like just taking that leap and not knowing if something is going to be permanent or temporary. So I moved I moved away in October 2020, and then November 2020, I went to visit my grandparents, and when I came back, I told my mom that I did not want to live in Florida anymore, and I was going to come up with this five-year plan to get me out because, I don't know, I just came home, and I was like, ew, I did not want to be there, and don't get me wrong, I love Florida, I really do, it was nice to go and visit everyone, but when I tell you, I was so excited to come back. (laughs) literally I landed and I'm like I can't wait to go back to the city I don't know why maybe it's because it's new and it's fresh but I miss everyone dearly at home and I'm so grateful that I was able to go visit them last week but I'm also really glad that I left if that makes sense I didn't leave because of family issues or friend issues I left because I need to find myself and discover who I am and when I tell you that's exactly how I feel right now I feel like I am seriously like on the right track I don't feel like I'm ever off track I feel like everything is happening and everything is developing as I go and it's just it's so incredible so November 2020 I came back set the five-year plan my mom's like yeah okay good luck like I know that you can do anything you set your mind to but good luck like how are you what are you gonna do and I was like I don't know I'll figure something out turns out I never had a plan I never had a plan but you know who did the universe God, whoever you believe in, always has a plan. There's always, always, always a plan, and you will get signs thrown at you left and right, literally punched in the face, like a literal slap across the face sign that you are where you're meant to be or that something is not meant to be. There's always signs. Fast forward to literally a year ago today that I'm filming this. I mean, (laughs) recording this. I... I met a dude and this is how the story went this is how the story goes I drove like 45 minutes to go watch a play that one of my students was in fucking incredible holy fucking shit this was like my first high school play that I went and saw that I wasn't like oh corny little Disney like this was so fucking good like I cried I I'd do anything again to see it one more time but anyways I got a text from a friend and she invited me out because her boyfriend at the time had some friends down from Chicago and I was like, uh, sure. And then I was like, no, I don't know. I'm kind of tired. But my gut was like, bitch, if you don't fucking go, like you're just go. Like 
I couldn't even tell you the exact words that came through my head, but I was like, okay, I'm going to go. Like, I decided I'm going to go. It's late. I'm tired. I have to be up early for dance tomorrow, but I'm going to go. I'm just going to do it. And I am so glad that I did. In ways, I am so excited that I did. Now, let me just say on that note that sometimes things or people will disguise themselves and you will be blinded by the situation and not see it for what it actually is. And I'm going to use this example. Take it, take it as you will. Take, just take it as you will. I met a guy that night. I w- I'm not going to share his name. I will probably, anytime I talk about my exes, I will not share their name. I, I have nicknames for my other ones. So we're just going to go basic and we're just going to call him the ex because I can't come up with one. I just can't. At least one that's nice. You know what I mean? No, I'm just kidding. He likes to make fun of me because I do this podcast, but like he's really just quote poking fun, but like whatever. I told him I was going to come on here and talk a lot of shit about him, but I'm, I'm not going to because I'm nice and I have a heart. So, but anyways, I met the ex and we got along like fairly decent to where he invited me out the next night with them and then the next day we hung out and then Monday we went to brunch well that Monday we went to brunch we had the most awkward goodbye and I was just like yeah like I'll never fucking see this guy again like it was probably just one of those weekend things but then I was wrong I was wrong I joked around and I was like oh I'm gonna come to Chicago and then I did and it was fun it was really fun it was nice Looking back, I feel like there were so many signs that were telling me that this boy, the ex, is going to be my ticket out of Florida, whether it was going to be in a relationship or not. I kind of realized that there were a lot of signs, I guess, where I was like, oh, I don't think that this is going to be a long-term relationship, if that's what it even was. (laughs) So... And I joke around all the time and tell him that he was my ticket out of Florida. And I thank him for that all the time. And he's just like, yeah, okay, whatever. In a joking manner, everybody. In a joking manner. But in all reality, he basically was my ticket out of Florida. Thank the fucking heavens. Because I would not have done it on my own. I would have been too fucking scared. I would have been like, what is this person going to think? What is this person going to think? What is this person going to... And to be honest, none of that shit matters. None of that shit matters. You're literally moving to wherever you want to move, whether it's out of your hometown, whether it's out of your state, and you are starting from scratch. You are starting a whole new life, a whole new era. First of all, we're going to do a little side note. Did anybody else listen to Taylor Swift's new album at least 80 times in the hour that it was released? Which I know that's really impossible, but I feel like I've been listening to it on repeats since Friday, so... Shout out Taylor Swift for always growing and evolving with us. I feel like I've related to every single one of Taylor Swift's albums. And like this Midnight Era, Midnight's Era is just, oh my god, it's so beautiful. But just like putting out a new album, going to a new city, a new state, a new town, whatever the fuck, you're stepping into the next version of yourself. And that's so fucking cool. I was petrified to live here. I was like... I'm going to move and this guy's not going to do anything for me. There I was trying to become dependent on somebody else who honestly probably couldn't have given two fucks, which I know that makes him sound horrible. He cares about me. That's great. That's fine. But I didn't communicate how I wanted to feel when I moved up here. So it wasn't reciprocated. Like my thoughts can't become words unless I speak them. 
but that all happened for a reason. Everything happens for a reason. Everything that you do, every situation you go through, everything you run into is just the next step to becoming yourself. So when I texted my brother that me and the ex broke up, he's like, bitch, he does not, he did not say that. He told me that this is my fucking opportunity to spread my wings and fly. And guess what? That's exactly what happened because what happened? Literally, I think we broke up like three weeks after I got here and it, it was a very mutual understanding. Like it wasn't, it wasn't like, oh my God, just please love me. Like, blah, blah. like, no, it was just like, okay, yeah, this isn't going to work. Like, thank you for getting me here, but I'm ready to move forward and move on with my life while you're fixing your life. Which, like, in a way, like, we all, we're all fixing our lives, so don't think that that's me, like, saying my life's perfect and his isn't, but just us together was not helping either one of us individually, so it was very healthy to just go our separate ways, but let's see, we break up, I become so confident in who I am, I'm so happy with who I, like, I've never felt this way about myself, and a lot of people will look at it as cockiness, But that's just because I used to do that too. And this is why I'm going to say this. The people who look at you and say that you're cocky are the ones with the biggest insecurities. They are always reflecting themselves onto you. It has nothing to do with who you are. You are a bad bitch. Every single one of you is a bad bitch. But keep in mind, if you are going to say something about anybody who seems to illuminate confidence and you look at it as cockiness, take a second before you say anything. And dig deep down and see what the actual issue is. Because I used to be that person. I used to be like, oh my god, that girl's so fucking cocky. No, bitch, she's confident. She's a bad bitch. We're all bad bitches deep down inside. We just have to do the healing and the work to get there. But when I tell you that I am truly in love with myself and I am so happy with myself, this level of confidence is unmatched. And I want everybody to get to this level. And I want to help you get to this level because, babe, babe, it is so nice once you're here. And the fact that it just continues to grow and develop, oh my gosh, it's a beautiful thing. Confidence is beautiful. Confidence is so beautiful. The next thing that happened is that I got promoted to store manager. Hello? I skipped a couple levels. Because in Florida, when I first started with this company, I was like, I want to work part-time. I've been busting my ass working 70-hour work weeks. I need something that's like a little bit like chill. So in the system, I was always just a part-time. Even though I was working full-time hours, I I don't know. Honestly, I'm just very fucking grateful. But And I was very grateful that when I moved from Florida to Chicago, there was a store opening. And um, basically, I got promoted to full-time when I got here. And then I got promoted to store manager within two, three weeks, I think. So six weeks into this adventure, I am now a store manager. And I'm so grateful. Like, Les Brown says it best. And I forget the specific story that he uses, but something really, really good happened for him. And his mom asked why he wasn't happy. And he said, no, mama, I'm ecstatic. He's like, but I knew that I was going to be here. I knew that whatever this thing was, was meant to be mine, and I knew that it was just a reach away. And I've been living in that mindset. I was so fucking ecstatic, and when I told my mom, she's like, oh, are you excited? I was like, yeah. She's like, you don't sound it. And I'm like, because I knew. I knew that this is what 
I needed to do in order to, one, spread my wings and fly, two, step into who I am meant to be. I also met a really cute boy, which I'll talk about that in a different episode. But ladies, when I tell you that there is a boy out there for you, a man out there for you, I am not bullshitting. Anyways, the next best thing that happened is that I am literally living in my dream apartment. Now, I didn't need a lake view. I didn't need a view of the skyline. I just wanted something with an open layout, an open floor plan, something that was really nice, quiet, something that Maze could run around and play. And when I tell you I'm living in my dream apartment, not right now, I'm in the process of moving in, but I got my dream apartment. And this wouldn't have happened if I would have stayed in Florida, because in Florida, I always just felt stuck. I felt like there was nothing really out there for me. I would always tell my mom, like, I don't want to be in Florida. I want to do something else. Like, I want to go somewhere else and experience life. I feel like Florida, you just kind of do the same shit all the time. Here in a big city, shit's always changing. Shit is always changing. I have the same morning routine, but I'll be damned if that drive to the gym every single morning isn't my favorite thing to do. The leaves are changing, so it's always different. The people on the road, sometimes they're nice, sometimes they're not very nice. But I haven't had a single thought like, oh, there's nothing here for me. Because there's so many endless opportunities. I didn't see that in Florida because I was not meant to be there. The universe probably blocked my vision because they were they were like, come on, bitch. Like, fucking open your eyes. Like, this isn't what you want. This isn't what you deserve. This is not going to help you evolve and elevate yourself and your being. You need to do something else. You need to reach bigger. Go bigger. Literally go bigger. And that's exactly what I'm doing. All because I decided to pack up my shit and literally move across the country. I love the city of Chicago. When I tell you I'm obsessed, I will... I say that I love Chicago probably 17 times a day. Or 17 times every two hours. I don't really know which which is which. But I love this city so much. And... I'm so grateful to be here and I'm so excited to see what is out there for me. The move here in the beginning was not easy. It was definitely it was definitely very rough at first. And the thing that helped me the most was setting a solid routine and making habits. I am one that gets very bored with habits, but I made them fun. They're so fun. And now I swear by my morning routine. I do my morning routine every single morning. It gets me hyped for the gym. gets me hyped to start my day. I have a really nice nighttime routine. So that helps maximize my sleep. And then I don't have to worry about waking up earlier, getting anything ready in the morning. Like everything's ready at night so that I can just do my morning routine, get out the door. Surrounding yourself with people who will uplift you and be there for you all the time is also going to be ideal here. Luckily for me, I work with such an amazing company and there's so many incredible people that work there, will work within the company and they welcomed me to Chicago with open arms and they root for me just as much as I root for them and it's the most incredible feeling because I've been in situations where that wasn't the thing. Ever since I was little, people were never rooting for me. People always wanted to root against me because of what? Because I work hard and I'm dedicated and I'm very passionate about what I do. So surrounding yourself with people who are like-minded and are there for you just as much as you're there for yourself 
is going to be very ideal, especially if you decide to just like up and move across the country from wherever you're at. So keep that in mind. Making friends is a lot easier when you feel okay within yourself. It's like the same thing. Like when they say you can't love someone if you don't love yourself, I feel like it's the same thing. If you stay closed off to yourself, how can you expect to open up to anybody else? How can you expect to open your arms wide open to somebody else when you can't do that for yourself so I started focusing on me and now all these people are like falling in my lap and they're people I get along with so great who are there for me when I'm down they lift me up which I mean I guess that means the same thing as uplifting me but it's vice versa it's not just like all these people are feeding me compliments and just doing this this this, this. it's mutual it's a mutual thing between us like we're very positive to one another and we celebrate the wins even the small wins The people you surround yourself with are going to be ideal and key into who you become because you become the average of those five people or just the average of the group of people you hang around, whether it's three people, whether it's five people, whether it's 20 people. Choose wisely. If you're hanging around with a bunch of bums who don't want to do anything, they don't even go to the gym, they don't do this, they don't do that. Do you want to become that or do you want to hang around the people who are insanely successful? They read, they do this, they they work out, they eat healthy, they're motivating. Do do you want to become the average of that? I know my answer and I'm not telling you you have to choose sides, but just keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. Who is influencing you? That's going to be so big when you decide to just up and leave. When you say peace out, Florida, and you move across the country to Chicago, Illinois, moral of the story here is to take that fucking leap. Take that leap, spread your wings, and fly. If you have any thought, even the slightest thought, like, you know what? I'm tired of living here in California. I want to go to Colorado. Fucking do it. Set up a plan to get your ass out of there and do it. There could be something so much bigger and so much better for you elsewhere. You might have felt like you've grown so much where you're at, which is true. You really do. You really, really do. I feel like I've grown so much since I moved from New York to Florida. Of course, I was seven when I moved, but like all those years, even just me moving just a little bit further south and having to become independent made a huge impact on my life in the best ways possible. And now I'm out of Florida. I'm out of those small towns and I'm living in this big ass city, seriously living my best life. And I don't say that to gloat. I don't say that to rub it in anybody's faces because I know what it's like to struggle, which I mean, I'm still struggling. I'm a human being. I know what it's like to be unhappy where you're at. I'm telling you, take the fucking leap of faith and go. Get out of there. Go do something. There could be something so much bigger and so much better elsewhere. Don't stay stuck. I know it's hard. I know it's hard because there are so many sentimental things. I I fucking left my friends and family in Florida to move up here. But it's like going through clothes that you haven't worn and not being able to get rid of a shirt because it's so sentimental. Why are you so attached to it? It's not doing anything. And if you have a shirt like that, if you have clothes like that, fucking throw it away. Somebody else needs it. If it's just going to sit in your closet, just pack it on up. Bring it to the Salvation Army or somewhere. But it is okay to detach. I'm not saying to get up one day, leave your friends and family and never talk to them again. 
I'm saying it's okay to detach yourself physically from these situations, these environments, and these people and go somewhere else. Go somewhere that's good for your soul. Somewhere where you feel drawn to, where you feel that you are going to grow. And this whole episode doesn't necessarily have to be about just leaving your hometown and moving across the country. It could be anything. It could be about starting a business, starting a relationship, starting school. Just take that leap of faith. If you have the slightest, the slightest thought, it's meant for you. It is something that you should look into. The universe, God, whomever, is never going to let you down. They put these thoughts in your mind for a reason. Look into it. At least do the bare minimum and look into it, bestie, because it could be a life-changing situation. I am so grateful that I did because I have never felt more alive in my life. I've never felt more evolved. I can feel myself growing and evolving and becoming who I am meant to be. So take that fucking leap of faith. I promise you it's not going to ever let you down. And if you do feel that you took the leap of faith and you're like, oh, I'm very disappointed in how this is working out. Good. There's a lesson behind that, too. But for real, for real, for real, for real, for real, just do it. Jump, jump, spread your wings and fly. I'm so fucking grateful you are here. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. I read all of your sweet messages. You guys are seriously the bomb. Thank you for being here. I truly, truly appreciate it. And I will talk to you next week. Bye.